Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell. Dungeons and Debuckles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debuckles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, John. Hello. I play Ludus, Elven Monk. And Shane. That's me playing Alexander the Human Bard. And Hannah. I'm Hannah and I'll be playing Talia the Human Rogue. And Blake. My name is Blake and I'll be playing Juliet the Eldritch Knight slash Wizard. Dragonborn. So last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, uh, Lunados set a trap um, with the corpse of the elf that you killed to see if any other high elves would show up and they did so he jumped down out of the trees and attacked them uh, everybody else piled in um, you were almost able to dispatch them cleanly but one of the high elves took a magical item threw it down on the ground and shot a flare up into the air um, you don't know if anybody saw it but you decided to get out of the area before anybody else showed up from there you made your way to the Fagate. Um, you, the party split up. Alunados took off towards the stream, shit the bed on a stealth check, and um, was discovered by some high elves who shot at them and started tracking him. Italian Nifron made it to the waterfall, scaled the cliff, and dispatched four of the archers on top of there. Um, Alunidas was able to get to the palisade, start a fire, but there, while trying to climb the palisades, got stuck. Alexander and Shane decided to enter the fight as they tried to sneak into the camp. They were promptly spotted by one of the high elf guards, and now the entire camp is on alert, and that is where you find yourselves now. All right, so um, Elf 2 is up, and that is the one that turned and saw um, Shane moving um, down the line of the palisade here. He is going to uh, yell, Wanda Talk! And the whole camp is alerted to your presence as they turn and face this way towards you, Alexander. This elf is going to raise his bow and take two shots at you. Oh my god. Did he get two crits? He did. I hate you so much, Kevin. Yikes. I'm going to take a picture alive. What's the damage? Every. Every of the damage. I might just instantly die. Who knows? Again. I'll uh, put this up on the Facebook group. Um, But the first attack is 12 damage. The second attack is 13 damage. Let's go ahead and take that off, and then I'll roll the crit table twice. 
Oh, actually, that's that's uh, uh, two crits. So <laughs> if he rolls one more crit, oh, and he doesn't. Thank goodness. Because that could have been an auto kill. So that's twenty-five damage from just the base. Uh, yeah. Hold on, let me figure out. So the first crit table is seventeen. Uh, attacker gets combat advantage on next turn. The second one is a fourteen, and that's going to be that's going to leave a mark. The damage you do can't be healed for the duration of the encounter. Effect is the damage is removed from the target's maximum HP. Yikers. Okay, so my max HP is twenty-one. Happy to be here. Uh, no, oh, that only counts for one of them. Oh, right, so my max HP... Is that the 12 or 13 one, Kevin? Uh, that is the 13. So that's 13 from your maximum HP. So your max HP is 33. Wait, I think I did my math wrong. So... What's I did do my math wrong. That's his max HP from his HP total. Yeah, I was at 56, and then I added an extra one on the 10 count. So I put a 21 rather than 31. So your max uh, HP so is, 40. is 46. Oh, 43, yeah. All right, next up is Juliet. All right, everyone's alerted. So it's that well, they're alerted to shame. from, you know, Metal Gear when you're spotted by yep. an enemy. Uh, Colonel, I try to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick, and the guards keep getting alerted by the clap of my ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> they know about Shane. They don't know about you. Or they me. know they're under attack. That's all I need to know. And the... Metroid thorough examination of the play. Juliet is going to move in around next to L3 and cast Fog Cloud. Uh, where are you casting? Uh, I'm going to draw a 20 foot circle right now. Somebody double check that is 20. That should be 4 across. Be 8 squares across. Yeah, I think that's 9 squares across. Hold off. Yep. Yeah, the edge of the circle should be in the center of another square, basically. That works. Did you mean to... Oh, I see. <laughs> still so is that where you're casting it? Uh, yeah, just a little to the right, but yeah. So it covers up El Captain, 7-2, and Juliet. Okay. And three. Is that it for your turn? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, actually, no, no. Juliet moves one square north. There you go. That's it. So if they target that square, I guess they're going to fucking miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Talia, you're up. Uh, I am going to scoot up a little bit closer to Elf 8 and uh, fling a dagger at him. Alright, are you crossing the uh, stream here, or are you staying on that side? No, I was going to stay on that side. Never cross the streams. Uh, 13. Yeah, uh, that's going to miss. The stream. Didn't help. Second is an 11. God. Uh, that's going to miss, too. Alright, and then... Uh, yeah, that'll be her turn, I guess. All right, next up is Elf 8, who is in uh, combat with Nifron here. He is going to 
take his short sword and um, fairly try to lash out and hit Nifron. Uh, that's a 12 and a 23. The 23 is going to hit for 9 points of damage. Oh man, Nifron. <laughs> yeah, he's getting hit. Uh, next up is Alexander. That's me. I will move towards over here. So that's five. Uh, let's use the markers. See how far it is. I will move my 30 base movement speed over here. Uh, I cannot see into the cloud. So, and I can't see over the palisades, I don't think. Uh, yeah, you'd be able to see over the palisade. Okay, I will try and uh, shoot the elf mage uh, with my crossbow. Uh, crossbow or your shortbow? Shortbow, sorry. 25 to hit. Uh, that hits. Five demaroos. Alright. And this is the crossbow that gives me 50% of the damage as a... Um, yeah, it's a short bow that gives you 50% temporary hook points. The damage you do. Yeah, and it rounds up, right? Uh, it rounds down. I've got two hit points. Woo! And uh, that'll be my turn. Pass. Alright, next up is Elf 1. Who is going to run across this bridge. And he is going to take a shot at disadvantage at Alexander. Since he has to shoot through the fog cloud. And Alexander has cover. Palisade. He does, so that will be three quarters cover, which will give you plus five to your AC. So, um, does a. It's a 19 hit. My AC is 15, so with the five plus from the cover, it'd be 20, so no. No, I've subtracted. He rolled a 24. I'm subtracting the five. Zooweed. No, yeah, that hits me. Oh, no, he's at disadvantage, so he gets an eight, so it doesn't matter anyway. That's a three. <laughs> Thanks, Numbers Kevin. flying all over the place. All right, next up is L4. Don't know anything that's going on in the camp, and they're still tracking uh, Lunados. Welcome, guys. Uh, so he is going to pick back up on your trail and be able to move to here. Uh, next up is Elf 6. He is going to move down here uh, across this bridge and attack at uh, Alexander with disadvantage and cover. Yeah, none of those are going to hit. Well, hold on. Yeah. Does a 22 minus 5. So 17. Nope. 17 what hits. Okay, so you're going to take 7 points of damage. Yikes. Next up, Alunidos. Give me a athletics or acrobatics to get out of this palisade. I'm going to wriggle the fuck off of there like a boss. Ten. <laughs> and no, you don't. You are going to suffer seven points of damp piercing damage as you try to wriggle off this palisade but you're still stuck and uh, you poke yourself again. I'm very unhappy. Next is Elf 3. Sensing some movement through this fog, she is going to attack Juliet with her short sword at disadvantage. 
That's a 13 for the first attack. And a critical miss for the second. Yay. That's a 3 on the crit table. You take a disadvantage on attacks and skill checks uh, with, say, DC, D10. But that doesn't really matter because she's in the fog cloud anyway. <laughs> well, but it's for the rest of the encounter. I guess it's true. Uh, L5 is up. Where is L5? Way to the west. Following my trail. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, that. Uh, they get a 13 in survival, so they're going to kind of get lost. So, you're still kind of following this trail, so they'll just uh, back up here behind uh, L4. Uh, next up is the Elven Mage. Let's see what he's got. The amazing thing is nobody heard the battle on top of this. They're kind of busy. <laughs> Alright, so this uh, mage casts this uh, spell and uh, it rolls, uh, you see it roll into this uh, cloud and you see it. the clouds start to dissipate and then the magic that this elf cast just kind of implodes back, and then the fog cloud doesn't go away. <laughs> Did that guy just try and dispel magic and fail? Yeah. What? I thought it automatically dispelled stuff that was lower level. Uh, but he's casting at third level, and it appears to be a opposed check. Oh my god, that's so dumb. And he rolled an 18. <laughs> and you rolled a 21. It's all about his concentration, so he's having to... Yeah. I think that's how it works here. When Dispel Magic is used in area dispel, spell affects everything within 20-foot radius. For each creature within the area is subject to one or more spells, you make a Dispel check against spell with the highest caster level. If that check fails, you make Dispel checks against progressively weaker spells until you Dispel one spell, which discharges the Dispel Magic spell. Really? I'm reading the spell magic. Uh, maybe I have a different version. Maybe I'm not looking at 5 of you correctly. Give me one minute. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target end, uh, on the target ends for each spell the fourth level or higher. Oh, so what level is Fog Cloud? It's a first level spell, so yeah, it automatically ends. Bam, so that's gone. All right, next up is Nifron. Um, he is going to attack this uh, last elf at the top of the waterfall. That is a crit, an 18, and a 12. So two of those hit. Uh, yeah, he's this dude's dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, both those hit this dude's dead. But we'll roll the crit table anyway, because why not? That is fleet of foot, blah, blah, it doesn't matter. Alright, so next up is Elf 2. Wait, so Nifron's not going to move or anything? He can move closer to this cliff, but it's going to take him an action to, like, get out the rope. Ah. So, there's not really much left that he can do. He could climb. Without um, that would be an action. <laughs> he could jump. Like a hero. Yet again, an action. Oh, uh, Elf 2 is going to um, turn and shoot uh, his bow at Juliet. That is a 20 and a 21. Ouch. 
both hit. Uh, for 24 points of damage. Fortunately, Talia is one right down the cliff. That's the plan. Uh, next up is Julia. Alright, so Julia is going to um, take the dodge action, and that is it. Okay. Uh, next up is Talia. Talia's gonna start to run down this cliff. Okay. That feels so weird to say. Tall as the cliff? Uh, so she'll get like halfway down. We'll call that halfway, yeah? Yep. Just uh, just under halfway. Can she throw her dagger? Um, yeah, can I can I reach Elf 2? Uh, no, you'd be too far away. Yeah. Uh, next up is Alexander. I will move over here. Well, more like here. And then I will use Lightning Bolt. Can I see uh, Lunar Dust from here? I'm on the other side of that hut. No. Okay. Uh, So I will use Lightning Bolt in this direction. Let me draw it. Alright, so you would be able to get um, Elf 1, Elf 6, Elf in the Elf Mage. Uh, when it hit the elf captain as well. I will say that you can eat hit either the elf captain or elf one, but not both. Uh, okay, I'll take the captain over elf one. Okay. And I'm using it with a level three spell slot, which will let me do eight d six damage, and then they will each do a dexterity saving throw. Okay, what's the DC? DC is going to be fifteen. I think you're also going to light the bridge, the hut, and the palisade on fire. Uh, lighting bolt doesn't work that way. Um, all it says that it like, nice flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Oh yeah, well I guess it wouldn't set the palisade on fire. <laughs> um, all three fell. Nice, 30 a piece. And a significant section of the trees, goddamn. <laughs> All right, so this uh, lightning bolt springs from your hands and hits the captain and then arcs through this elf archer and then onto this elf mage on the other side of the stream and then smacks into the palisade and some trees on the other side of the, the northern side of this camp and sets them on fire. Seems good to me. All right, next up is elf one who is going to see this lightning bolt pass right by her head and see it come from you and is going to turn and shoot at you twice with her uh, bow. That's a 8 and a 21. At me? Uh, Yeah, so you're going to take 7 points of damage. And is the 21 accounting... Wait, I don't have any cover in. Nope. Um, Yeah, so I guess I'll eat it. Eat it, sucker. All right, next up is L4. How much damage? Sorry. Seven. Um, L4 is going to do a perception check. That's a 23. Is going to see this lightning bolt streak through the woods here. And is like, oh shit, there's something going on at camp. And is going to take a dash movement to get to the outside of camp. And is going to get right there. Uh, next up is the elf captain, who is going to yell, Hold! Hold, y'all places! 
kill these brigands and is going to run towards Alexander and take two attacks with his longsword. That's a 10 and a 12. Those are both going to miss. Elf 6 is going to fire an arrow at Alexander. That is a 10 and a 25. The 25 hits. So that is 8 points of damage. I'm not doing okay. Uh, next up is Elinidas. Give me a wriggle. Wriggle for great justice. <laughs> Athletics or acrobatics check? 13. Elinidas <laughs> is going to die on that pole. <laughs> he may. But he sure is hell out of the fight. Um, you're going to take one point of damage as you try to wriggle out of this palisade. Uh, next up is Elf 3. <laughs> that sucks for you, man. I'm sorry. Damn it. Uh, Elf 3 is going to uh, attack with uh, her short sword at Juliet. That's a 9 and a 25. Uh, the 25 was a disadvantage because I'm dodging. Oh, are you dodging? I, I didn't think they gave yeah. you gifts advantage. I thought they gave you like plus four or five to. That's disadvantage. Nope. All right, so. Good thing, too. Uh, with yeah, disadvantage, know, right? that's a 23. 23? Okay. Uh, Julia is going to cast shield then and bump her AC up to. Will that even help? Uh, 23? No, so. that won't help. Okay. Yeah, I'll just get hit anyway. That's fine. You have Bardic Inspiration. Uh, I do have Bardic Inspiration. That does not give me forms my AC, though, does it? Uh, no. No, then I cannot use it. <laughs> uh, you're going to take 10 points of damage. Alright. L5. Also to the west. Yep. Is going to uh, take off running towards the camp and makes it right there. Next up is the Elven Mage who sees the commotion in the camp here and is going to cast Magic Missile at Juliet for three points of damage. Get dumb. Now I'm using the shield, which makes me immune to Magic Missile. Fuck that yeah. shit. I'm done with that. I've been waiting to use that spell anytime blocking Magic Missile. I don't care if it's waste. It is not, because you're, like, half dead. <laughs> you mean mostly alive. Um, oh no! Also, let me just change that, chain that with another ability real quick. Drop down an arcane board, which is like temporary hit points but better, and I can recharge it. All sorts of crazy ass shit. Six plus your intelligence modifier. I think. Yep. So next time I take damage, I still I have all this hit point, and I can charge it up with abjuration spells and all whatever. But the shield lasts until my next turn, so. I take no damage from that stupid magic missile and plus 5 AC. In okay. addition to that dodge action. <laughs> so, next up is Nifron, who is, uh, he puts out this rope. It's going to take him a turn to take a dagger and stick it into, like, a, a wood log that's sticking down on the ground and wrap this rope around it to try to climb down. Uh, next up is Elf 2. Um, he is going to run up and attack Juliet with a short sword. That is a 21 and a 15. Both of those will miss. Okay. Uh, you're up, Juliet. Alright. 
Well, I was going to use spell, but since I used that shield, I guess I probably shouldn't be throwing away spells left and right here. Uh, Juliet instead is going to cast a cantrip. 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 Bad duration cantrip? No, 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 no. I don't even need to. It wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to charge it more than it does anyway. Oh. I don't think. Um, or maybe it could. I don't know. It's, it's an avocation one. Um, I'm going to cast Green Flame Blade. Nice. That, did that pop up on there? Nope. Alright, there we go. Okay, so as part of it, I need to make an attack action, which is basically like making an attack roll. So let me throw that down. If it hits, um, it'll, the fire will jump from the tar first target and do 1d8 damage to the next, or elf next to him. Elf number two is going to take the fire damage, elf number three is just going to take the regular attack. If I was higher level, that would do a lot more, uh, do an extra damage to the guy I'm hitting, but uh, does a 15 hit? Uh, 15 does just barely hit. Alright, so that is going to be 13 damage. Oh, and the second the second thing is only my spellcasting ability. So L3 takes 13 slashing damage and L2 takes 2 fire damage. And that will end Juliet's turn. Alright, next up is Talia. Alright, so Talia is going to continue to run down this hill. Okay, so, I mean, you'll make it down easily. All, all the way? Oh yeah, with spider climb, I mean, it's okay. one, two, three, four, five, yeah. So you'll make it down here to the base of the hill. Okay, and then uh, she's gonna throw a dagger at elf seven. Okay. It's a 12 to hit. That's gonna miss. And her second dagger, it's a 15. Uh, that is going to hit. Yay! For five damage. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll activate the poison on it, though. Okay. It's one D4. And what's the DC save? Um, oh gosh, I have it. Uh, one D4 poison damage. It doesn't say what the DC save is. I think it was thir 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 does 13 sound right? 13, 13 sounds right. right. Okay. So, how much poison damage? Uh, four. Nice. And that's a con save that's a five, so he's gonna fail. So, he is now poisoned. Yay! Alright, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Alright, Alexander, you're up. It's my time to shine. Okay, I will use a bonus action to use healing word on myself using a level 2 spell slot making my pop-ups and stuff set up I suppose you can lightning bolt again that was very effective that's the plan so I will heal for 2d4 plus my uh, casting level which is charisma which is a 4 so 2d4 plus 4 so 9 health, bring me up to 18, and then I will use my main action to cast Lightning Bolt again towards the Elf Mage. I don't think that hits Elf number 1 still. 
Yeah, you would, uh, it would be the Elf Captain, the Elf Six, and the Elf Mage. Oh, it would hit all three of them? Well, no, or you would hit all four with that because it uh, does it in a five-foot radius, so I'll say you'll hit all four of those. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I will use that, which is going to be 8d6, and it's going to be a dexterity save with a DC of 15. Uh, elf Captain fails. Elf 1 saves. Elf 6 fails. And Elf Mage succeeds. So it's going to be 29 for, six, uh, for fails, and then it's going to be 14 for saves. And then afterwards, I'm going to try and use a movement action to... Do I even want to move? Um, I think I'm good where I am. And so you're gonna, I will... You're going to provoke an attack of opportunity if you move from the elf captain. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't think I want to move. Uh, so I will go ahead and pass my turn. All right. Uh... So as you cast this lightning bolt, it passes through the elf captain, um, the elf behind him, the elf behind them, and then it really hits the elf mage hard. And you're going to see him fall to a knee. Uh, Next up is elf one, who is going to... He's going to run over here to where Juliet is and take a swing. Uh, that's a 14 and a crit miss. Uh, both of those will miss, I think. <laughs> that's a 10 on crit table. Take negative 5 to initiative for the rest of the day, but that doesn't really affect him. <laughs> He's not going to be in another fight today. <laughs> Don't uh, be so sure about that. Ruin Axis could break free here, now. You don't know. L4 is going to move into the camp and run across the bridge. The burning bridge? Oh, is it on fire? Yeah, the bridge, the hut, palisade, it's been hit by two lightning bolts now. Um, it's probably like smoldering at this point. It's probably not erupting into flames. Um, but he's going to make it this far with a double dash action. And next up is up the elf captain who is right in front of uh, Alexander. He's been hit twice by this lightning bolt. And he's like, you feigned! And he's going to take his uh, long sword over his head and slash at you twice. That is a 17 and a 15. Nope. Both hit, I guess. So that it will be for 22 points of damage. And I am unconscious. You're including your temporary HP, right? That you took? Remember that 200 temporary HP you had? That goes to... That dissipates after the turn, yeah? Uh... I don't yeah. know. So, I don't think so. I think temporary hit points stay until, like, your next short rest or long rest. Not with that bow. Oh, not with the bow. Uh, okay. Just until end of the turn. Yep. Or the end of the Eight round. Cells. So, at... Um, yeah, because you've cast Lightning Bolt twice, so those temporary hit points would have gone away. Sure do. Alright, next up is Elf 6. Who's going to run over here and um, 
see all these people surrounding Juliet and is uh, going to hold their turn. Alunidas. <sighs> I was hoping that my boots of haste might help me out, but no, they don't let me wiggle. Alright, so I'm going to wiggle for glory. Uh, where's the tech knife? 26, fucking fine. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> you've been stuck up here on these palisades, like, trying to, like, wriggle around and keep getting poked and can't get off of them. And then finally, you're, like, able to, like, wedge a, a leg around through one of the spokes and leverage yourself uh, off of them. Um, you're still going to take six points of damage. Alright, so next up is Elf 3, who is going to take a swing at Juliet with a short sword. That is a 16 and a 9. Nope. Alright, uh, next up is Elf 5, who is going to move over here, and that is as much as he can do. Uh, Elf Mage uh, is going to cast... He is going to cast Lightning Bolt at Alunidas. Uh Give me a DC 15 deck save. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> That's a crit fell. So you get for buying the DM. <laughs> um, but you're only going to take that does the minimum damage. It's uh, 11 points. Okay. Next up is Nifron, who's going to start climbing down this cliff. He's basically been taken out of the fight, too. Uh, that is a 15, so he is going to be able to slide down this rope and get to the bottom. And he is, as a bonus action, going to dash and be able to get to this uh, elf mage. Uh, that's the end of his turn. Uh, elf 2 is going to take a swing at Juliet with his short sword. That is a 20 and a 16. Uh, 20 will hit. For 10 points of damage. Alright. Uh, next up is Juliet. Alright. So in their tongue, they call her Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. <laughs> and uh, Juliet does a Fusrod uh, uh, Thunder Wave here. Nice. And then my, oh my god, that spell not go. Jesus Christ, it's not even set up right here. Okay, give me one minute. <laughs> okay. Not sure why I can't drag this on, but... Okay, so let, let me just read this out. Uh, wave of Thunderous Force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, they take 2d8 thunder damage and are pushed 10 feet away from you. There's a couple other things, but I don't think there's any unsecured objects that are in the area of effect. Um, nope. Uh, yeah, if they are, they're just pushed away. That's it. So yeah, give me a 15-foot... It's actually... I actually can't put it directly on myself. It actually has to be like from a corner, so I'm gonna... It's actually gonna have to be like that. 
I wish I could put it in the center of my square, because then I think I'd be able to hit all of them, but I have to put it at a corner. Okay, um... So it's going to be a DC 15 constitution save, or take 2d8. And roll that 2d8. And it's 15 from the center, correct? Uh, it's 15 foot on each side. So it's like three squares by three square square. So would it not hit... Is it centered on you? It is not centered on me. It originates from me. It comes from any corner of my block. I can stick it on top of myself if I want, but it has to be, like, on the grid, if that makes sense. Um, I drew a black square where it would go um, if I was to cast it from the top right of my character and aim it to the left. It gives me a 3 by 3 square, so three three squares across and three squares up. Okay, and what was the DC? Uh, DC is 15. And it is deck save, correct? Uh, constitution save. Uh, it's going to be 8 damage if they fail, 4 damage if they succeed. If they fail, they're pushed 10 feet away as well. So, Elf 1 saves. Uh, Elf 6 saves. And Elf seven fails so two and seven fell so they take eight points uh yes and they're pushed ten feet back away from me two is simply he's on the top talia seven okay so he is going to go back ten feet and he is going to go back ten feet and is that for it for your turn uh, no, Juliet is going to use a bonus action to use Second Wind to heal up real quick. Alright, next up is Talia. Alright, so... I am going... Talia is going to move up uh, to elf number two and stab him once, hopefully. 16? That hits. Excellent. Um, and then offhand... 18. That hits. And unfortunately, it's only 8 damage, but can I use the poison on my other dagger? Uh, you can't. Alright, so I'm gonna go ahead and try to poison him as well. So, 2 points of poison damage, and it's a 13. Uh, he succeeds. Okay. Uh, next up is Alexander. Um, give me a death saving throw. Will do. Oh, critical fail. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Yikes, that's uh, two that fails. Death? No, it's two failures. He still has uh, one failure left before he dies. No, this, didn't this happen last time, too? I don't remember. I don't think I critical failed the last time. But I, if I remember, I think critical fail is just like nippy at the butt. Yeah, critical fail is two failed saving throws, or two deaths saving throws failed. Alright, Elf 1 is up. He is going to attack the short sword against Juliet. That is a 16 and an 18. Uh, the 18 would hit, but I'm going to use my last spell to cast shield and bump my AC up to 23. Next up is Elf 4. Oh, I still, oh, I still have second level spells. Wow, I am s- silly. I should have been using those. And you refilled your hit points if you had lost any. 
Yeah. Yep. So L4 is going to see Talia running into the fray and is going to take uh, two shots with his bow. That is a 12 and a 10. They both miss horribly. Um, the elf captain is up next. He is going to run towards you, Talia. And he is going to attack with his longsword. And it's a 17 and a 15. Uh, the 17 hits. Uh, for 8 points of damage. Okay. Can't you half that once per round or something? Yes. Uh, I'm afraid that more will be done to me. Ah. Eight, not so bad. Twenty, horrible. Next up is Elf Six, who is going to run up here and flank Talia. Of course he is. Uh, uh, do I what? get an attack? He's moving past me to do that. Do I get an attack opportunity at all? No, because he didn't move out of your threat range. Mm. So it's a 21 and a 23. Both hit. Uh, for 18 points of damage. I'll have that. Okay. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, you would I'm only be dumb. able to have one of the attacks. The uh, t- highest one was 11, so you would be able to have that. Okay, so... Is it down to 12, I think? So it would be 5 plus 8 would be 13. Okay. Alinidosh, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to leave the mage and number five to Nifron, I think. Can't get quite far enough on this turn. Oh, wait, I forgot I had double movement speed. All right, so I'm going to spend a cheap point for uh, my step of the wind to disengage. I can come, so that I can come over here and flank the captain. And I'm going to attack him over and over. So, 27 on the first one. That hits. Uh, 20 on the second. That hits. And 25 on the third. That hits, too. For a total of 29 damage on the elf captain. All right, so you run up behind him and just start punching him in the back. And uh, you are going to see him stagger towards Talia. Uh, is that it for your turn? Uh, let's see. Uh, yep, that's all. Um, all my stuff I can do. Yes. All right. Next up is Elf Three, who is going to take her short sword and attack Julia. That is a twenty-five and a ten. Twenty-five will hit. Uh, for eleven points of damage. Okay, got it. Next up is Elf Five, who is going to come uh, flank Nifron. An attack with a short sword. That is a 24 and a 24. Both those are really good. Ooh, dear. Uh, that is a total of 21 points of damage. Yikes. Next up is the Elven Mage. Who is going to cast Magic Missile at Nifron. <laughs> for two points of damage. <laughs> points of damage. Must be nice. Uh, so, next up is Nifron, who is going to eat this uh, two points of uh, 
magic missile and is like it's kind of flinching waiting for the impact and it's more of like a tickle he's like hmm and then he's going to go after the mage uh that's an 18 a 11 and a 10 the 18 is going to hit for 12 points of damage and that's going to take the mage out <laughs> i was worried for a second but i made the right choice Nifron can kill with the best one. So Nifron is actually going to take his movement and his bonus and run. Is he disengaging or dashing? He is going to take two attacks of opportunity to get right here. Uh, that is a 17 that's going to miss. Ooh, he's going to take a crit from health number four. Nine. 14 points of damage. Oh, hoo, 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 that hurt. Alright, so next up, self number two. Alright, he is going to turn and face Talia. That is an 18 and 11. 18 hits. Uh, that is 8 points of damage. Alright. Next up is Juliet. Alright. I'm like, you want to do that fighter thing. I don't... How, how are you looking, uh, Alunidas? I'm you flanking okay? Elf 1 with you. Oh, I'm doing uh, alright. I'm better Yeah, now. I'm talking about your health. Like, how are you? Let's have a conversation here. Um, <laughs> I'm at about 50%. I'm doing alright at the moment. Alright, great. That's good. I thought I was going to have to thunder wave you there for a second, but I can I can not thunder wave you this time. So yeah, uh, Juliet's going to cast thunder wave uh, again. But since I forgot to use my second little slots, I'll use those and do even fucking more damage. Why not? Yay! Unfortunately, I'll only hit three of them, but that's Elf Captain, Elf 2, and Elf 1. See, does that pop down? No, I dragged it from the roll 20 uh, SRD and it still doesn't pop down. Uh, it's going to be a DC 15 constitution save for all of them, or take 2D8 damage to be pushed back 10 feet. Uh, what was the DC? Uh, 15. Alright, captain saves. L2 fails. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at that damage. Oh wait, I got one more die because I'm casting a level. Inspiration. Uh, it was a deck, uh, con save or deck save? Constitution. Um, and L1 saves. Okay. So, 10 damage if they failed, 5 damage if they succeeded. Can we use the inspiration for that? What do you mean, inspiration? Didn't Shane give you inspiration back at the start of the fight? Inspiration only works on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws, I think, right? Correct. Uh, yeah, this is this is not any of them, unfortunately. I am, I'm probably the worst person to give that to. Alright, is that it? Uh, yeah, that's it. Alright, Talia, you're up. Oh no. <laughs> you have flanking with the captain and you have sneak attacks. Alright, I'm gonna try to stab the captain. Okay. That's a crit. Alright. Roll your damage. Alright, what's it look like when you kill this captain? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna stab him in the throat and bleed him out. It's gonna be great. Alright, so, uh,. You take one dagger and you stick it up in the plate underneath his helm and into his neck and then you just hear this gurgling 
as you pull the dagger back out, and then there's this spray of blood that just bounces off the underside of his helm and down the plate of his chest. Well, that's satisfying. I rolled a three on the crit table, by the way. Slimy, it's satisfying. <laughs> and on my top. Uh, lucky shot, uh, 1d6 extra damage. It doesn't matter. Okay. Take your bonus. And then, lucky shark. Yep, I'm gonna hit elf 2, or try to. Actually, yeah, yeah no, elf 2. Uh, 12. Uh, that's gonna miss. <sighs> yep. Alright, Alexander. This is, this is the moment. It's my time to shine. Crit, crit, crit succeed. Don't, don't crit fail. Crit succeed. That's closer. 18. That's good. That's uh, one crit success, two fails. Pass. Uh, next up is Elf 1. He is going to attack Lunados. His short swords, that's a 12 and 11. Both of those are going to miss. miss. Uh, Elf 4 is up next. He is going to run at Lunados up here in flank that is a 11 and a 22 um I was just checking just I hit I took a disengage and I think that gives them disadvantage until the start of my next turn uh you mean dodge that's dodge that's not okay that's dodge alright okay so no mind so Uh, one of those will hit six points of damage as this uh, elf pokes you with a short sword. Alright, elf six is up. He is going to move over here and flank Talia. That is a 14 and a 24. The 24 hits. Uh, that'll be 10 points of damage. Luno, you're up. Okay. I am going to try and beat the ever loving crap out of elf one. Come on, Ultra Instinct Shaggy, this shit. Ten. It's gonna miss. Nineteen. That'll hit. And twenty-four. Uh, that'll hit. All right, now I'm going to spend a cheap wound on Flurry of Blows. It uh, doesn't matter because he's dead. Well, I have other people I can attack. Okay. So I'm going to now um, attack Elf Four. Um, sixteen. Ah, uh, that hits. Yeah, but it wasn't crit. All right, and the other one. Oh wait. Um, let's go ahead and see. Flurry of blows. I can try and push him. So it's a save versus strength with a DC of I believe 14. Uh, he fails. Okay, so he has been pushed 15 feet. Right into the water. So he gets pushed out to the stream, and he is going to start moving downstream. Yay. Alright, and I have one more flurry of blows, so I think I'll come over here and climb up too. And uh, I'm going to just hit him. 20. 11 yes. damage to him. And he will be save versus dex or be knocked prone. So that's a 14, uh, DC 14, be knocked prone. Uh, he saves, but he is looking rough. So you punch him, and he basically gets knocked down to his knees. So the elf in the water took 28 damage. The elf, elf number two, took 11. That's it for my turn. 
Alright, next up is elf number three. He's going to attack Juliet with a short sword. That's a 22 and a 21. Uh, I'm going to use shield with my second to last spell slot and put my AC up to 23, so both of those miss. Okay. You get any sort of bonus for using it at a higher level? Uh, no, unfortunately. Alright, next up is elf number five. Who's going to move down here and try to grab elf number four out of the river? That's a 21, so he is able to reach out here and grab a hold of this elf and pull that uh, elf to shore. Next up is Nifron. He's going to come over here and cast Healing Word on Alexander. Sorry, what about me? You have hit points now. Um, you have four hit points now. Neat. Is he conscious? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Nifron is going to is going to cast that as a bonus action, and then come over here and flank Elf Three. That is a 27, an 18, and a 14. So the 27 and 18 are going to hit for 16 points of damage. And that'll end his turn. Uh, elf number two is up. He is going to attack Alunidas with his short swords. That is a 13 and a 23. Uh, you went kind of robotic on that second one, but it hits because it's 20-something. Uh, yeah, so the 23 hits, so that's going to be six points of damage on you. Whoa. Uh, Juliet, you're up. How much damage did that attack do? Six. Six. Alright, so Juliet is going to attack this elf. Uh, just the regular attack, but do non-lethal damage. Try and knock him out. Why not? On which elf? Elf number three. Okay. Uh, you get advantage. Oh, uh, that's good, because I would have failed. Uh, 16 to hit. That hits. That'll be... 7 damage. Alright, you turn around and spin with this glaive and slice down across this elf and hit him right across the chest, and you're going to see him, like, stumble back and grab his chest and um, blood squirting everywhere. He's looking really rough. Cool. Between a knife run and a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> Guess that's the title of the episode now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it totally is. Um, <laughs> Tall, you, you're up. All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to stab Elf 2. 15. That hits. For eight points of damage, um, you're going to slam your first dagger into this uh, elf's ribs, and you're going to see him fall to the ground dead. Excellent. Uh, so her bonus action is going to be to disengage, uh, move over here, and then throw my dagger at elf six. Okay. 
Uh, 21. Uh, that hits. For four damage. All right. Uh, Alexander, you're up. I guess I have to move, use my action to stand back up while I'm going to move action. Yeah. Uh, half your movement. Cool. And then I will move uh, here and then shoot elf number three. Okay. Non-natural 20. Oh, that hits. For nine damage. So what's it look like when you take this elf out? Uh, I, the arrow streams from my short bow, gleaming through the the wind, and then it hits her right in the chest, falls low. And she collapses to the ground dead. And Art. then I will gain four temporary hit points. Yep. Uh, anything else you want to cast a healing word on yourself or anything? Yeah, I'll use a level one healing word on myself. All right, next up is L4, who just got pulled out of this river, is going to walk up here on this bank and is going to fire an arrow at Alinados. Ooh, that's a 24 and 26. Okay, for how much damage for, they would both hit, how much damage for the first one? Uh, 10. Okay, so I catch that and I'm gonna spend the cheat point and throw it back at him. Okay. Because my minimum is 10, basically. Uh, let's see. So that's a 21 to hit him with that. Uh, that hits. So the damage is whatever damage that arrow would normally do, plus 5. D6. What is the damage for the arrow? Uh, the arrow damage on that's a D8. D8. So, nine points of damage with that first one. Okay. And the second arrow. How much damage would it do? Ten. Okay, so I would catch Well, I did ten, but it's a D8. Okay, so same sort of deal with that. Uh, Fourteen to hit that. But you can only use one reaction around. Oh, you're right, so I would catch it. Or or so I could catch it. Good call. Right. Good call. So I take how much damage with that uh, second 10 one? points of damage. All right, so I am still alive, but barely. Uh, well, let's see, he's gotta roll the crit table. Oh, damn, I forgot about that. That's a three lucky shot. Target takes 1d6 extra damage. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's a five. God damn, I'm done. All right, next up is elf number six is going to run up here and attack Juliet. Let's do one more step. Uh, that is a 15 and a 16. Uh, both will miss. Alright. Uh, Lunados, give me a death saving throw. Or a death saving throw. 15. Alright. Uh, that's a success. Yay. Elf number 5 is going to run back here across the bridge. Does he take fire damage? No. Uh, But that's as far as he can get on his turn. He is going to um, attack uh, with his bow at Nifron. That is a 12 and a 10. Both of those are going to miss. Nifron is going to turn and attack this elf. 
That's a 17 and 18 and 19. All three of those are going to miss. So that's 8, 18, and... Are going to miss? Hit. No, all three hit. So that's oh, 18, God. 26, plus 4 poison. All right, next up is Juliet. All right, Juliet's going to interpose herself between Talia and L6 here. And take an attack at L6. Uh, natural 20. Oh, yeah, that hits. That's going to be 14 damage, and I'll roll on the crit table if that even matters. Yep. That is a 4. 4. That is hamstring target slowed health movement. Alright, and this elf is not dead, correct? Correct. Good. Uh, Juliet's going to use an action surge to take another attack. That is going to be a 15 to hit. Oh, that's just enough to hit? The 11 damage. So what's it look like when you take this elf out? I guess uh, with the first strike, Juliet kind of breaks his guard and then kind of just uh, takes this glaive and like it's a slice into him but if you've ever tried to slice something and cut through it and fail and it like slips upward it's kind of like that on his head leaving a big gash kind of just going through him I don't know maybe I'm the only one who cuts through terribly (laughs) (laughs) no idea (laughs) Uh, and then Juliet's gonna move uh, her remaining movement in front of Elfset and then Uh, next up's Talia Talia's gonna move uh, this way to L5 to flank him. Okay. And then she's gonna stab him. That's a crit? Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, I'll roll my sneak attack. Oh, sack face on sneak attack. Alright, um, now I'll roll the crit table. 19. Devastating blow. Target loses 20% of current HP or crit damage, whichever is higher, but not both. So that doesn't have uh, any effect. Uh, But he's looking really rough. Target loses 20% of current HP or crit damage, whichever is greater. So it was the crit damage that you did was greater than 20% of current HP. Oh, I take it on top of that. Same. But that's okay, because I'm going to stab him again. (laughs) Okay. That's a 25. (laughs) That hits. For three more damage. Uh, He's super dead. Yay! Can I I stab him in the back of the head? Yeah. Just kind (laughs) of leave the knife in there wiggling a little bit until I can come out. Yep. That's my turn. All right, next up is Elf 7. He was staring down a dragonborn who is all up in his face. That is an 11 and a 25. 25 will hit. Uh, That'll be for 9 points of damage. As he pokes this uh, short sword sword into some fleshy parts of you. Ow. Alexander, you're up. My time to shine. I will move uh, this way, and then I will attempt to shoot elf number four. 
Alright, with the Eight short bullet. Uh, yeah, that's gonna miss. And I'll pass. Uh, elf number four is up. Who is going oh, to no. try to return fire at Alexander. That is a 14 and a 15. Uh, 15 will hit. Alright, that'll do three points of damage. Does that kill you? Nope. Damn it. Oh, thank God. Uh, Lunadosh, you're, uh, give me a death saving throw. I'm gonna rock this. Ten. Oh, Ten. perfect. Okay, so that's... that's what I One more success. Yep. Uh, Nifron is up. He is going to run up here beside elf number seven, who Juliet is attacking. That is an 11, 12, and 10, all three miss. Ouch. That's, uh, Juliet, you're up. Alright, Juliet will take an attack at the elf. A 12 is gonna miss. That is the end of Juliet's turn. Who won that? Then my friend can flank his next turn. No, he can jump in the water. Uh, Talia, you're up. But you wouldn't be. Um, so with the, these bank areas here, where can I fit? Like, could I fit here, but not here? Um, you would be able to move in here and flank. Okay, that was my that was my real question. Uh, so I'm gonna do that, and then stab L seven. Thirteen. It's gonna miss. Let's try that again, shall we? That's a nineteen. Uh, that'll hit. And my sneak attack. And that's eighteen total. All right. So you run over here to the bank, and you've got like one foot in the water, and you start stabbing at the back of this elf. And the first one, um, you miss wide to his right, and then you're able to stab him in the kidney with your uh, offhand dagger. Uh, he's looking pretty rough, but he's not down yet. Uh, elf number seven is up. He is going to oh, see no. what's going on, and he is going to try to shoot you, Talia, in the back. Elf number seven? Elf number seven. Is the one was I was just attacking. Oh, I'm sorry. That was elf four. Okay, so... Also, what does the poison do? Because that guy's been poisoned all the whole time. He does less damage. He does half his damage. So he is going to attack with his short sword at Juliet. Uh, That is an 8 and a critical miss. Oh, what's the crit miss? So that's a 3... And that is, you take disadvantage on attacks. <laughs> Alexander, you're up. I will shoot L4 yet again. Crits. What? So that's going to be nine damage overall, and then I roll a d20 for the crit chart. Uh, yep. 14. You have temporary. Uh, that's uh, the damage you do can't be healed, but it doesn't matter because this dude is dead. What's it look like when you uh, take him out? Arrow straight through the brain. All right, so you let loose this arrow and it streams across this uh, 
the water here and smacks him straight in the forehead. And uh, there's this line of uh, purplish, blackish arcane energy that traces back across the path of that and um, hits you and you glow for a moment as you feel stronger. Anything else you want to do? All right, Leno, you're up. Okay. I think what I'm going to do is not die. Yep. Death saving throw. No! Oh! So that is two successes and one failure. I am disappointed. Don't roll a one. All right, Nifron's up. Uh, that's a 12, a 27, and an 8. So the 27 hits for 7 points of damage. And uh, he's going to take his rapier and he's going to do like this spin move and stab it into this guy's ribs, into his lungs, and through his heart. And you're going to see this blood gurgle out of his throat and he's going to collapse to the ground, which is going to take you out of combat. Okay, Talia's going to run over to Alunidas and try to heal him. All right, Juliet's going to give her a healing, him a healing kick. All right, uh, Talia, give me a medicine check. Oh, that's a 12. Uh, that's enough. <gasps> what? Yep, so um, you are going to um, put some bandages on Lodos, and um, while not conscious yet, he is breathing has evened out. Yay! I saved him. Ooh. That right. is a neat spell shape. I will you uh, start preparing for prayer of healing. It's, it takes 10 minutes to do, uh, and it will heal everybody for 2d8 plus my spell modifier, which is 4. All right, go, ahead and, roll your, go ahead and roll your die. Everyone heals for 8, guys. <laughs> you know me, the higher roller. And I think my that... Head is an excellent place to end the episode. Indeed. I ain't gonna lie. We lived. Yeah, I I was really worried. (laughs) I thought that that was going to be the way that I tried to balance this encounter. I was like, this is probably going to be a good fight, um, but they'll probably succeed. And then Alunidas got tripped up on a palisade for three rounds. And then <laughs> Nifron is, like, out of the fight for two rounds as he climbed down the cliff. Thank the gods for a spider-climbing ocean, right? <laughs> and Shane got off those two lightning bolts. Very effective. Nifron had 13 hit points left. I had four. I went down to two before I went down. <laughs> yeah, and then Alexander went down. Uh, what was the lowest you went down, Juliet? Uh, 21. I'm still fine. Which you're currently at <laughs> <No>. 29. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, am I going to... I didn't mean to t- TPK them. Am I going to TPK them? Oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> Completely reset your entire story. That's what you would have done. Yep. <laughs> Would we have rolled new evil characters, new good characters? What was going to happen? We would have good characters. Or would we have ended up with two parties, with Talia and Nifron running around trying to get the stuff, and uh, the rest of us playing good characters, hunting them? What's going to happen? Oh, God, that would be insane to keep up with. I would pass on that. That would have to be like 
like an epi- like rotating episodes. Yeah, evil party, party, once every other week. So it's that was intense. I love it. Yeah, I thought seriously. I was like, damn, am I gonna kill everybody? It was a comedy of errors. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, the heavy hitter was out of the fight for three rounds because he was stuck on a palisade. (laughs) Uh, yeah, between Luna being out and the two thieves being up on top of the cliff while the two mages basically were <laughs> surrounded by tons and tons of heavy fighters. God. Uh, it was a good fight. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, Give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Do you want to make more gold? Of course, we all do. Find out how easy it is to do with your Journeyman certification with the Carly Institute Correspondent School. You can train for a new trade without setting foot in a classroom. Choose from any of these courses. Livery, Weapon and Armor Repair, Bowery Fletcher, Leather Tanning, Blacksmithing, Child Daycare, Cart Management, Bookkeeping, Law Assistant, Dentist, Bloodletting, and Inn Management. Or get your specialized degree in Arcana, Alchemy, Herbalism, or Cartography. Compare your current salary with the gold you could be making in any one of these careers. Send a Raven to Carly Vocational Correspondent School to start your quest for a better life. The music you heard on this episode was Crossing the Chasm, Five Armies, Failing Defense, Evil March, and Death of Kings by Kevin McLeod in Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.